0: Let's get real personal, as if I haven't already said enough. I'm going to read a diary entry from May 24th of this year. Today was another good day. I'm fighting the urge to feel guilty or fat over the pizza and cookies I had tonight. I feel like I ate until I was full, which is an improvement. I think that when I set a mental limit on my food, it increases both the likelihood of, quote, breaking it and feeling shame, which means I will work on not limiting myself. You're listening to COVID 18, a podcast that explores high school seniors' experiences during the pandemic. I was about four, I had my first negative thought about my body. I was sitting in the backseat of the car and wearing shorts. Naturally, when we sit down, our legs expand. But I remember thinking, the ignorant preschooler I was, how overly sized my legs were. That same year, I had my first nightmare that I was naked in front of my classmates. And huge. I mean like the guy from the Michelin commercials, but 10 times the width. My whole life, I've battled body image issues. And in the last two years, I've battled two different eating disorders. Binge eating, where I physically lost control of the amount of food I ate in one sitting, an orthorexia, the disorder where I went to extreme lengths in the name of, quote, health, severely dieting and restricting certain foods. About a week before quarantine started, after my second relapse, I decided I was done. If I couldn't get through this now, I couldn't ever, so even though I've been doing a lot better than I ever really have, these thoughts, like my journal entry from that night, well,
1: that's a, that's still, still come, come up. Question to answer. <laughs> um, I think there's so many things that impact our self-esteem, but uh, I think in talking about you know, what we're dealing with right now with this pandemic. Um, I think because we're we're all isolated to a large degree, um, that in itself has impacted our self-esteem because we're not getting that feedback, you know, from the teachers that we used to interact with on a daily basis. It's it's hard, you know, um, when we're not getting it from other people.
0: This is Ron Hoffert, the school psychologist who talked last week about the effect family has on seniors' mental health. So many factors can impact the way a teenager sees things. Family is one thing, but eating habits and body image are two others. During the quarantine, both of these changed quite a bit for seniors. Christina Rayburn, who was last heard in episode three, took quickly to the stress and boredom associated with quarantine. All I do is eat because there's nothing else you can do. It's eat, stay home, <laughs> sleep. you just stuck at, the, you're stuck at the house. So that, that's what most people do, you know? And I don't know if people do this, but people, what is it? When they're like having anxiety, they eat a lot. That's me. Or when I'm like panicking, I eat. So yeah, that's definitely quarantine. Ugh. I eat a lot. I eat a lot of junk food, to be honest. And with an increased consumption in social media, body image could be a problem when seeing what the media wants us to see. All the time. Pete Garcia, who last talked in episode 5 about the environment, felt his self image fleeting.
1: I will. I constantly find myself doing this. I will purposely, like, look at images of, like, models and stuff like that like male and female and I'll just be like oh I don't look like that <laughs> and I'll be like this is the person I'm this is the kind of person I'm attracted to but I don't look like that so I don't I'm not attracted to myself my biggest strength and my biggest weakness is that I'm very self aware
0: <laughs> during this common state of panic some seniors made some pretty crazy impulsive decisions Genesis Yorel, who spoke last week about the reality of friends, cut her hair, along with many others. I mean, no one's going to see you anyways, right? But some other positive decisions came out of isolation, too.
1: I think instead of relying on those affirmations from other people, um, we need to do that for ourselves to self-care. And I think that can, if we have a self-care plan, that can really help ameliorate the you know, negative impact of um, this shelter-in-place and, and being isolated socially.
0: Lyrical Adam, who last spoke about her newfound hobby of podcasts, took up an older hobby she hadn't had the chance to before quarantine. I used to do roller derby a long time ago when I was a kid. And I just like, I fell in love with that. But then, you know, the roller derby thing, like closed at the roller rink. Um, I haven't been like skating for like years. And you know, I was bored one day and I was like, you know what, like I don't, I never learned how to ride a bike, maybe you should hop in my skates. And so I put my skates on and immediately, like at first I was like, uh, hopefully I don't fall. And immediately it just all came back to me and I've been doing like all of my tricks. I've been doing all of my like derby skates and I miss it. It's actually really nice to go like on a skate. All of these quick decisions, for better or for worse, all fit in with what Ron explained about the teenage brain.
1: I think what a lot of young adults don't realize is that they have an emotional response to a perception that they have had and that changes their behavior. And so I think in looking at it, in helping young adults um, to get through this uh, pandemic is, you know, it's okay to feel anxious or worried, but let's not impact you know, um, how we behave and the types of things that we do. Um, you know, like I read that, you know, self-harm was up, um, the suicide rate, suicide, you know, ideation and all that, you know, those, those real negative things that we don't like to talk about. If journaling helps and, you know, doing those mindfulness activities like yoga, um, kind of just staying in touch with our emotions, Um, As we go through this positive and negative
0: I took to that quickly Picking up a journal for the first time since first grade and not just writing about crushes. I had on boys I also started to meditate daily and of course Making sure to exercise all my other coping skills So whether we were able to stay afloat or sink under the pressure Seniors were finding ways to cope with quarantine. But what about after quarantine? Our seniors are entering the real world, which means jobs and life. How will our seniors take to it, especially in Merced, a city known for its high homeless and unemployment rates? I guess we'll have to find out next week. Remember to listen to previous episodes for more information on the seniors introduced again in today's episode. And follow us on Instagram at We Said Youth for live interviews with our guests. This is a production of We Said Youth Media and Youth Leadership Institute. I'm your host, creator, and producer, Rachel Libinol.